Jimmy. Jimmy, are you in there? Hey, Roger. I think Jimmy's still on vacation. I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Bump, bump, bump. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's been a while. There we it's go. It's been a full week since oh, I got to see you. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, get it. I still You want to get some in there? You want to get in there with that? No, that's not. That's not me. That's all you. I feel you. like I'm hogging it. No, that's like all I'm you. Like, feels good. You should try it out. No, I don't doesn't yeah. feel this. I can't even get enough of it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's all you. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is, don't know if I want to claim my name after that intro. Wouldn't it be funny if the whole time we thought the intros were before the recording starts and then our editor Takes them out. accidentally included those? <laughs> no, oh. of course. Actually, the opposite is went on. Rachel cut those off for a while and then I was like, put them back in there. Put them back in. They're super important. <laughs> Hold on. I'm just waiting for the. Yeah. Get rid of them. Some of the audience. Mm-hmm. I like when they drop off. I don't, yeah. I don't want these. You can hear it. Like actionable insights. It's like a yeah. bell. I can hear them falling. When a newbie yeah. leaves, so they think, oh, these guys are stupid. They don't know what they're. Oh, there went. You hear that one? That one left. They just yeah, deleted it. I think there's it. a few more. There's a few more. <laughs> okay, we're good. There it's we go. The, hey, guys. Cool hey, there. welcome back, everyone. It's just us again. I'm Chris. So, Chris. This is Jason <laughs> Rothman. Is Jason <laughs> we haven't even done that. Forgot to do the intro. It's fine. Jason Rothman. Yeah. As always, joined by, you're not Chris. Oh. You're the great oh. Chris Schaefer. Yes. Thank you. For those who can't see him, Chris is very wearing a nice shirt. He has a, hold on, let me guess and then I want to know. Oh, dear. I'm going to say the classic three-day, no, no, no. I'm going to say two-day beard. He oh, has gosh. a two-day shave. Hasn't shaved in two days going on. How long has it been? It's been One like, day? It's been Are like, you that masculine? No. You have that much testosterone going for it? It's a solid week. <laughs> this oh, is a- <laughs> all right. Well, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Let's recover from that embarrassment. Yeah. That's, that's what happens after a full week. Okay. Yeah, a full week. Thought you did CrossFit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, interesting. No. Um, I don't have the- But you have a nice, you have a nice uh, little afternoon shadow going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. I've been working on it for a question for you. Seven afternoons now, so <laughs> I gotta say, and I'll—I mean, maybe I'll speak to your wife about this, get her opinion. But Uh-oh. I think it looks good. I think it looks really good. It's very gray, and uh, some of my uh, lady friends have told me that a gray beard is attractive on a man. It's so in. immediately, yeah, it's in right now. I, I stopped shaving when they told me that. So I'm, you know, uh, but you know what else? What else it does? It accentuates your strong jawline i don't think i have and human beings like that oh oh you have a very strong yes oh well thank you maybe it's because you put your camera 10 feet above that's what it is your sitting area (laughs) (laughs) i can't tell chris you were talking about crossfit before the show oh no and you mentioned the word pr and i was i was actually thinking about you and pr and crossfit yesterday and what does pr stand for this is what i was thinking about what does it stand for personal record okay then why don't you keep that to yourself <laughs> crossfit people <laughs> if it's a personal record nice that keep was, your pr to yourself but they all they all want to share it yeah you know? <laughs> well that's what they're meant anything yeah. you want to tell us about crossfit are you, is it going okay you having a good time i'm uh it, not going great this week i uh <laughs> I got a PR, but I also wrecked my back. So, <laughs> uh, does it honestly? Yeah, Chris is on the mend. He's sitting down today. Chris, <laughs> does it? Um, does it still count as a PR if you injure yourself? During oh yeah, that attempt. Oh sure, yeah. Oh, I think you, okay. you get like yeah. there's like an extra outline around the star that shows up. It's like PR plus injury. Like that's a that's a whole new level. PR slash FR final record. <laughs> final record. Personal final record. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, Chris. I hope you. I hope you heal up soon. 
We've got a great review today. I mm. think that'll help you Thank feel you. warm and fuzzy and that heal up. And we have a great episode. Um, we have a major problem in the Google Ads management world. Oh. It's called landing pages. Mm. We hear from about it all the time from clients. Major problem. We'll describe that problem, and we'll describe this episode we came up with to solve that problem. Once and for all, we can get to the bottom of whether or not my landing page is good and what I should do to it. So we'll be talking about all that today, Chris. But first, you have a message from Optio, and then we'll get into the episode. I do. My message is try it out for free. And you say, well, try what out? We'll try Optio out. Well, what's Optio? Optio is the solution to get more done in Google Ads in less time. There's one thing all of us are limited on, and that's time. You can only get so much done in the day, and you can get more done by hiring someone, okay? Then you have to pay them, and then they can only get so much done. Look, it's it's a reoccurring system. No matter how many people you hire, no how, however efficient you get, you're going to always run out of time. You can take it an extra step further and get more done in Google Ads with Optio. You can get uh, amazing reporting systems. You can get dashboards that don't exist in Google Ads. These are really helpful graphical interfaces. And I'll tell you what, if you're a freelance or you're an agency, you know, I, I use them for screenshots, you know, I'll, I'll say, Hey, you know, who doesn't like screenshots with colors and graphs? It works really well to communicate information that you may otherwise not be able to communicate effectively. Who wants to go in and create some custom spreadsheet with a graph and all this kind of stuff. This stuff is built in. It shows you all kinds of great graphs and it's very customizable to, to what you want it to be so that it fits you. And its main goal is not to run the campaign for you. They're not saying, hey, we're smarter than you. Pay us money and we'll manage for you. No, that's not the system, right? We believe in the power of the human mind. You can get it done, but this tool helps you get it done faster. It assists you with optimization suggestions, uh, recommendations based on their super smart algorithm. Whether you have one or 500 clients, this is the tool for you. Go to opteo.com slash PSP2. It's important because you get an eight-week free trial to try out the whole tool. You'll love it. Many of our listeners have tried it and continue to use it even past the free period. It, it really proves itself. So try it out. Optio.com slash PSP2. Use the little chat box to tell the friendly person on the other side that you would like an eight-week free trial. Thanks, Chris. Um, we have a five-star review of the week here from Apple Podcasts, and we appreciate those reviews. They really do work when you leave us ratings and or reviews. Uh, they bump us up in the rankings, and you search Google Ads, you search AdWords, you search PPC. We show up probably number one for all of that in Apple Podcasts, mm -hmm. but we want to stretch beyond that. We want to show up for divorce. We want to show yep. up for business. We want to show up divorce. for <laughs> overall marketing. We want to show up for options, tradings, every single topic, yep. we want to have the number one podcast. CrossFit for. podcast. Uh, and, we, and we can do that with the algorithm, with the with the reviews. It may not last. They may be like, <laughs> why is this marketing podcast showing up number one for uh, anything? But um, Divorce advice. At least in the short term, <laughs> divorce advice. <laughs> Maybe because Jason drops the D word every he other does. episode. He does. The algorithm's like, this must be about infidelity as much as he talks about taking trips to LA. <laughs> Five stars, Jason and Chris from Top Tuna in the United States of America. Wow. Top Tuna. The eyes of the world are on us, Chris. Oh yeah. We are we are 19 days from the biggest election in the history of this country. That's what they say. The whole world's wondering year. how we're going to handle it. And you know what? We're going to handle it great no matter what happens because we are the number one country. We are the mm -hmm. light of the world. We are wow. the hope of the free world. Wow. And uh, we will lead the way. And Is that a song? We'll always lead, lead Why the is way. that not like a song? That I feel like you just wrote a song. That's I don't know. But you know what else I think about countries in our country? And I think everybody's got to give this up to us. That red, white, and blue flag, Chris, mm -hmm. is that not the best flag oh, you've ever laid your eyes on it's when it's just blowing in the wind mm. the blue sky behind it mm. with the bombs bursting in air it's very it's, it's very nice 
United States of America. <laughs> Go ahead and read the review. God, I, I love this country. Chris. Let's read the review. Uh, five stars. This podcast is awesome. I listen well at work and hoping to start using some of the tactics when I sit down behind my computer. I do see Jason as being not only the best in the world what? at what he does, but it wouldn't be a stretch to say he's the best in the universe. Wow. This might be a typo sentence. He said, he's not perfect, though. Uh, that would be too much of a burden. Uh, I see where he's coming from now. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. And Chris is good, too. Oh, there it is. He did it. <laughs> Top tune to listen to your request. Okay. I have a comment about that. He said, and then he had some emojis. And then he said, thanks, uh, guys. Great podcast. Now, the interesting thing about this, you said that last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Please, everybody, blah, blah, blah. Just make sure you say Chris is Chris is great. <laughs> he let he left. Okay, that we recorded that on like the 7th or 8th. It came out like on the 9th or 10th or whatever. This review's from October 2nd. Oh, wow. So people were bashing you non-ironically even before, <laughs> before you told them to jokingly bash you. Yeah, they're actually bashing you. Yeah. That's amazing. I like Top Tuna. He, that's a good one. I enjoy that. I, en- I enjoy a humor at my own expense probably the most i don't know why the reason you do is because you're so confident in your skills i guess yeah because you're amazing the things you find in google ads the things you do that's true things you teach us we all owe you a a a debt of gratitude i appreciate it chris so um great review there and now let's talk about landing pages so here's my problem chris and i think the google ads managers can relate to this out there you get a new client you get a new advertiser you're working with you do a build you do builds are so hard. Even if you do a lazy man, they're still hard. Mm-hmm. A lot of work goes into them, and you're ready to go. You're ready to just jump in there and start showing up on searches and getting clicks and getting that customer, that client business mm-hmm. through through Google Ads because it works great. But then they send you back an email and they say, "Okay, now what should I do with my website or landing page? How can I improve it?" And I'm like, I melt down, Chris. I'm like, oh, this is just horrible. Your website's fine. And if I just send an email that says, no, your website's fine, I come off Sound like- Sound lazy. Yeah. Sound, it's a, a bad answer. Yeah. Yeah. But but the truth is, it's a good answer. And so what we're going to do is for once and for all, we're going to give people a resource to go to. Instead of saying, your website looks great, let's just get started and coming off like a jerk, I'm going to do something that wouldn't come off as a jerk, and I'm just going to send a link to this podcast episode- No, you're not. With no comments, just the link. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but really, that's the purpose it's going to serve. We're going to point people once and for all. This is a checklist of what your landing page or website needs to do fine at Google Ads, to not hurt Google Ads. So that's my first point. Two points I want to run by you, Chris. Landing pages versus websites. Is there a difference? Is there a preference? I want to know that. And then number two I'll get to it in a second because I hate compound questions. So let me just start there. When I use, so we have to agree to the language here. Language is very important. Uh, we have to be saying the same thing here. When I use the word landing pages, I'm basically using the word final URL. And when I use the word final URL, I'm basically thinking about the words destination URL. Because Google, I'm sorry, but if you want some feedback, you always ask me for surveys and stuff. I'll give you some feedback. Destination URL was a more descriptive, more accurate way to call the link in the ad as opposed to final URL. Final URL, I don't know what that means. Sounds like a medical term. Yeah. Oh, I just did CrossFit. I've got a final (laughs) URL on my back. What does that even mean? But a destination URL, that's where you're taking the user. So can we go back to destination URL? Okay. I think I digress. Chris, when I say landing pages, I mean the link that the person is taking to when they click on the ad. And I also mean a website or an individual landing page. Can you agree with that? Is that also what you mean when you say landing page? Yeah. Landing page is one page. It's going to, I mean, I could literally draw an outline of every landing page out there. You know, it's going to have the bigger banner at the top. The big, you know, push, whatever type of emotional kind of thing, whatever type of call to action. And then it's going to have some other things at the bottom with a form maybe or a phone number or something over on the right. I mean, yeah, they all look the same. And that's that's a but when page. I But when I say landing pages, some people think of 
yeah, a page that they land on, but they think of a one-page website, a landing page. And what I'm trying to say is, yeah, a landing page is, it can be that, but it also can be one page of your website, of a normal business website. Yeah. Do you, do you agree with that? Is that what we're talking about here? Do we have to be talking about just quote unquote one page landing sites or can all this apply to websites we take people to? Um, I think it's, I think, I think you're right. I think it could apply to both, but I think for the purpose of, uh, to avoid confusion, I think we should probably have, we should, when we say landing pages, I think we should probably refer to one page. I agree with you. I think that's a good point. I think we should take the idea of the website versus landing page debate Throw that out. Mm-hmm. That's a different topic. And we don't care if the landing page the person's landing on is one page of a business website or a one page quote unquote landing page website. Yeah. It's just the what page we're they about land today, on. The checklist applies to that page. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Beautiful. I like that. The page okay. they land on is what we're talking about, whether it's a single page or a web or if it's connected to a website. That's what we're discussing. Okay. Great. Now Here's my, I want to throw this out to you as my threshold. When someone asks me, what can I do to improve my landing page? Is my landing page going to work? Here's my point. Here's where I'm coming from. Landing pages don't do the work. Landing pages don't get you real customers, real clients, and put money in your banking account. You know what does? Google, expert Google Ads management. Mm. Google ads gets you business, gets you customers. So I don't want to hear about, will my landing page work? No, it's never going to work. How could it work? It doesn't get traffic. The traffic is what works. Traffic gets you money. And so I say that to make the point that this checklist is just to get your landing page to a do no harm threshold. Mm, This checklist is just... To get the landing page to the point where it's going to work fine, it's not going to stop the great Google Ads traffic that we get you from performing. That's my threshold. Do you agree with that mindset? I think that's exactly right, and the landing page does not make the conversion, and I have proof. Yes or no, Jason, have you ever driven a lead or any successful uh, business to a company with a crappy web page? or website, or anything. Crappy. I mean, just junk. I'm the king of moving company advertising. Of course. Of course you have. I mean, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, we have some movers that have good websites, but the vast majority mm -hmm. of movers have crap websites. It's just the truth. So so if, so if, if you can send and get qualified leads to a crappy webpage, it's the traffic that makes the difference. But if you send crappy traffic... To a really good landing page, you're not going to get anything. It's you're so you're you're exactly right. It's it's the traffic that makes the difference, not the website. So yeah, I put so puts in perspective. There's stuff you can always make landing pages better. Landing pages, some will be better than others. There's ways you can continually improve them. That's not what this checklist is about. The checklist is about it's about getting your landing page to the point where it's going to perform as good as your Google ads campaign is set to perform and it won't do any harm. It won't hurt your Google ads campaign. That's what this checklist will get you to. So we've broken down the checklist into three separate sections that make up a landing page, the content, the ability to track conversions Mm. and then technical stuff to make sure everything works. So Chris, let's kick it off here with the content, real pictures of real people, and real moving trucks. Yeah. That's what I want to see on every single business landing page. I want to see their moving trucks. I want to see uniforms for their moving company, even if they're not in the moving <laughs> business. I stick to the show notes, Chris, 100% every time. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I say that because that's my experience in the moving world. I know when we take people to a landing page and it has a template stock image or whatever of some random person or some fake moving company, it's not going to perform well. But if someone does a search in Memphis... Memphis Moving Company, and they click on our ad, and they go to the landing page, and they see real people from Memphis with the with the moving truck that's wrapped with the company logo, movers with uniforms, video or images of actual movers doing moves. It's going to perform well. So, Chris, real pictures, real people, real business assets, whatever the business is, is that high up on your list like it is on mine? Absolutely. I think the trust factor is brought up 
merely by having a real picture. And it's not the quality. It's the integrity of the picture, right? If you have a picture of someone who's you know got their hands in the dirt and they're fixing sprinklers and you can see, oh, you know, this is a company that, you know, you can see them. But if it's just some guy in a whitewashed shirt with a little hat shaking the hand of some model, you know, it's like, what? That doesn't communicate anything to me, right? I want to see real pictures. Even if the quality goes down, the, I want the integrity to be at its highest. And, and, and that will incite trust when people see the page. So I'm absolutely with you on that. And, and even from a, from a, I know I'm coming at this from the B2C perspective because I work I do some B2B, but a lot of moving companies, a lot of B2C. I know you do both, mm-hmm. but of course you do a lot of B2B. B2B yeah. And moving companies, this is easy to picture. Roofers, it's easy to picture. You show people on a roof doing the job. B2B, you can still have bad pictures and good pictures. So if you're if you make some kind of oil industry metal component, you can have like a picture of your company logo or your office building or whatever, and that's boring. That doesn't show people they're in the right place. But if you have great pictures of the actual little metal piece of the well that your company makes, that can help let people know they're in the right place. So is that what it's all about? Just kind of letting people know, okay, I clicked on an ad. I don't know where I am. Okay, now I'm in the right place. Is that how you kind of think about the what the pictures can do for you? Yep. Absolutely. I, I okay. When I think of a good landing page, I do not think of stock images. I think of someone who just took the time to grab their phone and take a picture of the 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 backside of the house that has all their equipment lined up, you know, and they take a picture of their stock, you know, where they're they're shipping out, you know, their machinery or 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 all their trucks with their logos on it, you know, with you know, or their employees, you know, the parking lot picture sure. of our employees that's, at the that's kind of that's kind of cheesy, but. You know, at least it shows. But that it works. It's a team, big it team. It shows people work there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the best way to th- I think about content is to check two boxes. Number one, let people know they're in the right place. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of options, is my there point. is, <laughs> and um, people can go back to Google and and click on other options, um, or they can go. Oh, I'm in the right place. Yes, I want to convert. I want to call this company, mm-hmm. and that's what we want as advertisers. So, letting people know they're in the right place. Number one, and then number two. The goal of the content is to build credibility. That's how I approach it. Let people know they're in the right place and then build credibility. So with that said, letting people know they're in the right place, Chris, doesn't apply to B2B often because a lot of B2B is regional or national, especially this one would apply. But for the local B2C companies, I love using local languages. I can't tell you how many movers I've worked for where I go to their website and it says number one moving company or local movers. And I'm always like, why don't you use the name of the metro that you work in and let people know they're in the right place? Why don't you use a list of the name of the suburbs you do business in to let people know they're in the right place? So I'm huge on top of the page, big headline, not moving company, but Memphis moving company. Mm. Do you like that idea? Yep, absolutely. I uh, I think it helps with the, both the human factor and the robot factor of quality score human side because people see it and it instills okay i'm in the right place and robot because google likes relevance and if you have local keywords you need local those same local keywords in your headlines so absolutely can i steal the next one because this one i will i i'm very passionate about i had a feeling you were going to be passionate about this i i was gonna i was gonna throw it to you early and often because i had a feeling you're gonna be real passionate about this (laughs) so break down this level of content the kind of content this is a big problem for chris it is what kind of content goes on a landing page it is there's now i i really try and push people towards giving more information than they think is necessary Okay, and I think having legit content with a bunch of pages, not a bunch, a few, a f- even a few, a bunch or a few or whatever, having content or even a real website, I think is an asset. You know, there's two things that you get by having multiple pages. Number one, you get metrics on people not bouncing. You know what you get when you get a, a single finite landing page? You get a 100% bounce rate every time. You, it's, it's basically a worthless metric. You can't ever yeah, unless you go to a thank you page, but yeah, right. But that you know, but that's a conversion. So you always get a hundred percent bounce right. rate. So you know what you also 
can't do with a single page is convey some little snippet of information that isn't part of you know the h1 tag headline that's the number one thing the call to action may not convey that information who knows what kind of personal preference someone might have for what you say on your website about we work a lot in the south side of town you know or we specialize in this one thing or you may they may have searched for plumber but what they really wanted was someone who works in sewer you know, underground sewer repair for their home. And maybe you list that on your services page, right? Boom, you just got a conversion because the person didn't search for the right thing. They searched for plumber near me, but what they really want is a sewer repair plumber and you have it listed somewhere. But if you had a landing page, guess what it would have been packed full of? Plumber, 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 plumber. Just a bunch of plumber keywords. It wouldn't have said sewer or, you know, all the other 15 different things that you do. Now, I I think... There's something weird about landing pages, individual landing pages, where people associate them with not a lot of content for whatever reason. And they, I think it's because they associate with optimizing for the conversion rate and all this kind of stuff and like having a big form and we want to get their information. We want to squeeze them. They have squeeze oh, pages yeah. and they don't want to give them any other options other than to fill out the form but the or call. But the problem is why would people fill out a form or call if there's no content on the page, let's just go to the extreme. It's just a white background and it has a form that says contact us and a phone number. That's going to get a zero, well, not zero, but it's a very, very low conversion I did rate. that exact same thing. I had, a, I had a client that pushed me and said, hey, we built this new video. And they said, it's great. We put a lot of money into it. They have the YouTube video on the right in a booking form to book a, in a meeting with, um, with a rep on the left. Jason, guess how many conversions they got versus the the other page that had lots of content. Well, if someone's gonna if someone's <laughs> gonna do a search that you get us a click from, Chris, you're the best, and they're gonna do a search. They're gonna click. They're gonna read that ad, every single word in that ad, mm. and then they're gonna be motivated to click. And then they go to the website and they see a video that talks about what they're looking for. They're gonna sit through that seven minute oh, video, sure and they then will. they're gonna fill out the form because they want what we have to offer. Uh huh. So I'm gonna say a hundred percent conversion rate, just like your client was. Assuming. I love the sarcasm. Is that yeah. the way it worked out? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what they thought was going to happen. But, oh, exactly the opposite. 100% bounce rate because we had no idea if they were even staying on the page because everybody just left. And nobody watched the video. It, it was a giant white page. And I was like, guys, this is awful. But, okay, here it's your money. Let's do it. I did a 50-50 split. It's trash. So I'm going to say it won't get anything. If it's as basic as what yeah, I'm I describing, it'll get nothing. So that's the extreme, nothing on there. So that would point you in the direction of, okay, well, then it's better to have content on there than not. So whether you're using a website or landing page, I am pro quality content. And that doesn't mean you fill it up in a way that makes it hard to see the conversion, like lead form options and the phone number. You can still make things clean and organized and motivate people's eyes to the lead form and phone number and all that when they're ready. But that doesn't mean you don't have content on there. So that's probably the number one answer when some when a client goes, okay, now what should I do with my Add website and landing page? The no, yeah, the number one thing I'm saying, especially about individual landing pages, is you got to add some content on there. You got to real pictures, real people. You got to have local language, let people know they're in the right place. You got to describe your service, more pictures. Yeah. You got to let people know they're in the right place, or else they're going to go. And this happens almost instantly. I'm in the wrong place. Yep. I'm not getting what I'm wanting. I'm going back to Google with all those options. Yep. So we're pro content. You can't go wrong adding content. When I'm yeah. Um, when I'm browsing when I'm browsing Google and I'm you know opening different tabs, guess what keys my fingers are on? They're on the close tab mm. button because I'm just opening them. Bam, 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 and nope, 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 nope. Close. I mean that's I, I assume you know, there's a lot of people a, like a, that. A perfect example of this. I was as you know. 15,000 square foot house. Of course. <laughs> Sounds very impressive. Home prices, Oklahoma, they're not, they're, they are very uh, inexpensive compared to a lot of places around the country. But still, you get 15,000 feet. We're talking big, yeah. big price here, Chris. Yeah. But, you know, when you have that kind of house, you got to have good <laughs> landscaping as well. Sure. So I was looking for a landscaper the other day and 
I don't even remember if it was ads or organic listings or probably a mix of both, but I did a search and then I opened up a bunch of options in different tabs because I need to find a landscaper to call a few, get an estimate. How do you get a 15,000 square foot house? You don't call the first one and book them. You get some estimates, you know, hold on to that money. So Chris, what I did here is I opened it up and the one I ended up going with regular website. Uh, guess what they had a picture of on their website? Oh, I love it. Christmas light installation. Yeah. Yep. But guess what else they had a picture of? Mm-hmm. Mulch and landscaping and yep. all that. And even though it was all on their homepage or their regular website, yeah, and I wasn't looking for Christmas light installation, I was like, okay, they do that. But yeah, I can see in one place very quickly, they also do landscaping and they'll redo the front of a house, which is what we're wanting. Mm-hmm. They convey that to me with a picture. And guess what? The the lead form wasn't in the upper right corner. Uh, yeah. But guess what? I saw what I wanted instantly. And I did not go back to Google. And I said, okay, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Along with other stuff. But it's okay that other stuff was there. Yeah. I was able to see what I was looking for. And then I was, you know what I was able to do? I looked at their menu at the top of the page. <laughs> and I'm able to spell and read. I went to private school. I don't know if they teach that mm, at public school too. No, no. But at private school, I learned to read and I could read the word contact. And then I I have a hand that works. Yeah. I don't do CrossFit, but I can still yeah, raise right, my arm and click right. my mouse. <laughs> I went over there and I clicked on the contact page and then I dialed the phone number on that page. Wow. Can you and I get they got a conversion from me. So content works. It lets you know you're in the right place. It kept me in the game for them. Mm. Kept me on the page. That's a great example. And it didn't have to be the only content. They had Christmas light stuff there. But I saw that I was in the right place. So pro content. Um, Chris, big mistake I see with service pages on websites. Service pages are great to send people to because it can be the most relevant page that meets the ad, that meets the ad copy, meets the keyword. Have you run into this? Often I find... Business websites like Landscapers, great homepage, but their service pages read like a blog page with no pictures, mm-hmm. hard to read, packed paragraphs. Bullet points. And bullet, bullet points, but it's like not in an easy yeah. way to read, mm-hmm. not a clear headline. And here's the problem I run into. I want to send people to those service pages, mm-hmm. but they kind of, they're kind of like in a two blog format. Yep. Two, it's kind of too close to a blog article. And this isn't really a tip or anything. It's just a problem I've run into. Have, and then I have to decide, do I want the quality score stuff or do I want the human stuff to, and that would be going to the better homepage. Do you run into that issue often with yeah. the, the service pages? Yeah. I, I think I think if we were to assign a, a tip to this, I think the tip is this. There's two very important areas of your website. Um, your homepage, most people are going to funnel through that. And then second, your services page. In your example you just gave, you talked about looking at a service page. You know, you looked at a page with specific services on it. I think that's where most people tend to funnel. It's like, okay, let me go to the menu and let me figure out what services do they offer. They people look at that drop down list. They look at you know everything. Yeah, I absolutely see that all the time. I think too much, too little time is spent on that service page. So you know, if I would to were to build a website, it would have a very fleshed out homepage. And a very fleshed out um, service page. When I say fleshed out, I mean pictures and content. You know, I don't mean lots of call to actions and all that stuff. No sidebars. No sidebars on there with, you know, pushing all the content into a real skinny um, uh, rectangle. You know, I mean, I mean, nice, big, full page. Yeah, my, my threshold is I'm, I'm okay with the sidebar. But what I want is I want people to be able to know they're in the right place instantly yeah. like you can with a good homepage or landing page uh, and not have to dig in because they're not going to dig in and try to nope. read the full paragraph nope. and all that. So nope. um, just a couple more content tips here, Chris. Um, one thing I like for websites or landing pages, if Spanish or Chinese or Russian is kind of the major second language in your area, depending on where you are in the United States, and you service a lot of people who primarily speak that second language. I like websites that have that en espanol button in the upper right or whatever, Mm. or whatever the second language is. I find that to be a cool thing that can help keep people on the page. And then the final content uh, tip here, Chris, and we can, you can go down the list here and give me your thoughts on each one, but trust builders, things that build 
Trust. So I've got some listed out for you. Go down that list. Let me know uh, if you think they're good or, yeah, or so we got overrated. License numbers, overrated. Only person that cares about that is you. I would say just if you just say licensed, wow. you know, and then maybe you put the license number underneath it. But who the frick cares what your license number is? Just show that you have it. Sure. That's it. But license, okay, license number. Point. Okay. In business sense, absolutely. So in business since, you know, 1930 or, you know, 2003. No, I put X. Right. Well. Do you not understand Roman numerals? In business since the 10th, <laughs> the 10th year, year of, of humanity. Of, <laughs> no, that's pretty good. That. But do you like, I love that in business oh, yeah. since whatever. Oh, year. I do that. Yeah. I, on my unless own website. It was last year. But. Yeah. Unless you just started, maybe, maybe not. In, you got to wait a few In years. business since 2020. <laughs> No, it's it's uh it's something I do myself. On the top of my own website, I say, you know, I immediately mention been doing this for, you know, for eternity. So, yeah, I mean, it's, that's, it's a credibility building. Oh, absolutely. Google Ads uh are Google Maps embedded? Google Maps. So, yeah. I I like seeing I, that image of the map there. I actually don't like the embedded feature. I think that's overrated. I don't think people really need to zoom in and zoom out. Why, why give them that little ability? And also, for those of us with crappy internet, it loads slower. Um, I think maybe that's the primary that, that's, motivator. I would say just a screenshot, you know, with some mock-up of like a circled area. You know, we do this area. Okay, we can we can agree to not break up the podcast Okay. And just disagree. Oh, good. We can agree to not have a fallout okay, over this and just disagree. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree on the embed versus an image or whatever. But my general point, do you like seeing that makes you feel nice, gives you a nice, comfortable hug? I guess, You're yeah. used to it. Google Maps kind of image there. Yes. Let's them know it's a real business with the location. Whether it's embedded or a picture, yes, absolutely. And then okay. testimonials, um, yes, Absolutely. I have testimonials on my website. Yeah. I think it's important. I don't know how many people read them, but it's nice to see them. You know, it's just like, oh, okay. You know, it's just kind of a checklist of things. Social media links. Who? No, no. Overrated. No. Maybe people will go and see how many followers you <laughs> so, have. Someone's a little bit sensitive about their <laughs> conversion rate. Because you know what, Chris? I'm in, I'm in, the, I'm in the business of helping advertisers and I'm I build so much trust with my clients. I I I tell like if if someone clicks off to a Facebook page because we have a, a little social media link there and they see on the Facebook page that they have a bunch of re reviews and a bunch of pictures and a bunch of recent activity and it builds credibility and people call in on the Facebook page and I don't get credit for the conversion. I I think I think that process okay. works a well, lot. Let me ask Above the fold or at the bottom of the page? Social media links. Where, wherever it looks good. No. I am not scared of someone clicking off the website. I'm not scared. Don't be scared, homie. I'm not scared. I mean, I get... Stockton. I, I get good... My job is to Stockton, provide Chris. good... Stockton. What? Stockton. I don't know that. Why are you shouting that? Chris. I don't know that. 10% of our audience is, is loving this right now. And you're in the 90%, so... Oh. Wow. Well, way to go. Way to serve to the minority, Jason. That's great. You feel, I bet you feel like I'm selling wolf tickets right now. I don't know what. Yeah. All right. Is this a sport? 10%. They're howling. Is this howling, a sport Chris, thing? Is this sports? It's a niche of a niche of a niche. Wow. Well, it's not a niche That's, sport. It's the number one sport. Well, you know. we Fighting we, is the number one we sport. We are a bigger than soccer. Google ads podcast. <laughs> so niche I know, of a but niche. we're trying to rank for every single search. Remember, Chris? <laughs> Okay, social media links, no way. I I just don't want them at the top. Is all. Uh, that's all. Um, I'm not scared of them. I, I like them. Awards and as long as the social media is good, don't have a link there if it goes to a Twitter page where you have one follower <laughs> right. and one post from 2007. <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't build credibility. Right. So it, it it does depend on what they're doing with social media, right. For sure. Awards and then associations and memberships. Sure. Yeah, I guess. If I, I mean, I coming from someone who has very few awards. That kind of hurts. I don't have any. Jason, you're an award-winning <laughs> Google Ads manager, yeah. so you know you can brag about that. But uh, yeah, I, I like that. I think those are that's my that's my list. Okay, so Chris, there's 99 percent of humanity that I think I'm going to hit on this. Right Hold now. on. There's 99 percent of <laughs> humanity that's pause, not worried about the length second. of this episode. <laughs> there's not. There's 99 percent of humanity that's not worried about the length of this episode. <laughs> And then there's point zero 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 one, which is you, which is you. You're the only one worried. The, the listeners aren't worried, but you're worried. So I'm going to put you at ease here by making the point. We, we're going to fly through conversions. We're going to fly through the technical stuff. 
Would you say content is the most important part of actually getting business? Maybe you don't, you're not able to track everything if you don't have your conversions right. Yes. But that's why we spent time on it. Okay. Content's very important. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. And that's why I was going to say. We all knew what you were going to say. Possibly we put the third category in our Patreon section. No, I've got a different. Oh, no, no, that's okay. not fair. Whatever. To the we got to cover technical. Okay. We'll fly through it here, Chris. Okay. You're the only one that's nervous. You're okay. the only one that's sweating. We got stuff to do. People are just mailing you deodorant right now. They're mailing you <laughs> uh, antiperspirant. They're like, okay. Chris, relax. Right. This is a this is Go your for baby. It, then. This is the podcast. Yeah. Conversions. Don't hide phone numbers. Very simple. How often have you run into people? They put it at the bottom of the page. Oh. The worst ever I've seen, Chris, was someone put it in the footer, in small font. And it was a shade of the same. Oh my! Gosh. It was a shade of brown, and the footer <laughs> was, was brown. It was just a lighter brown. <laughs> and I asked them, I was like, "So, what? Do we, what's the goal here? Do we want phone numbers? We want lead forms?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, we want people to contact us, call us." And I'm like, "So, why are we playing hide and go seek <laughs> with the phone number? Make them prominent above the fold, yep. easy to find. Lead forms, controversial topic, Chris. Mm. Prominent, easy to fill out. That's not controversial. The the longer the form is, the less conversions you're going to get. If you have to get a super long form, possibly look at a two-step process, initial name, email, phone number, all that kind of stuff on the first form, the basics to contact the person. And then if you want, direct them to a second form where you'll get less signups, but you can get a lot of good quality information. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've, I've advised moving companies to do that. Mm -hmm. But here's the controversial part. Where do you put the form? Mm -hmm. Does it have to be above the fold? Is it the sidebar? What do you think about the form? Where the location? I if you have a good developer that can condense and make it flow easily, I think above the above the fold is great. But if you're using a WordPress click it and stick it kind of thing, that's like oh, put this widget here, and you know you don't really have a finite control of where it shows up on the page, and you can't be sure what it looks like on mobile and desktop and tablet and all that kind of stuff. I would say in that case, put it below the fold. Um, I would say content is king number one. Make sure you, you you do the number one thing we talked about. Convince them they're in the right place. If they're in the right place, they'll keep scrolling. If you immediately give them a form, they'll be like, uh, you know, and then they're immediately off put, you know, the eye's going to go to that form. It's going to be a little intimidating. They're going to start scrolling and moving around. No, I say, unless you have really good control of where it shows up and it's really compacted and it's a short form, Everything else goes below the fold. but And, and to be clear, be, below the fold means lower on the page. We're using technical, you know, business, uh, you know, website language. It just means below that first half of the page is what I mean by below that the fold. That you see when you land there. Yeah. You know what's so weird about the whole landing page thing? I just got done talking about the landscaper and I was able to act like a human being and click to the contact page. I didn't need a form there for them. The three images of their main services and one of the services being something I'm looking for catching my eye and keeping me on the site was more important than having a lead form, taking up one of those images and being above the fold. I just got done telling you that, but as you were saying, yeah, above the fold's good if you can do it, but it's not the most important thing content is. Even as you were saying that I was like, kind of like wanting to disagree with that because the BS, mm, the mm. hype around mm -hmm. landing pages and optimized and all that kind of stuff is so strong that it was making me think, oh, I don't know, Chris, I think it needs to be above the form in the upper right. <laughs> and then you need to AB split test it and see if the left works better. <laughs> but I don't agree with that. Yeah. I agree that content is king and you got to keep people there and let them know you're in the right spot. And then if they do know they're in the right spot, they can figure out how to contact you with big phone numbers or click to the contact page or scroll down and fill out the lead form. Even agreeing with that, I still had that feeling like, I need to see that lead form in the upper right corner. Isn't that weird how strong yeah. the, the group habit. think is on that? Yeah, it's a habit kind of thing. Yeah. And I you know, I think, I think you covered a lot of things here. There's one thing I want to add to conversions before we go to technical, and it's this. I think, this is something I literally just had a conversation with a client about, my philosophy on conversions is this. Do not box them in with one way of converting. And I don't mean just a phone number and a form. I, and I do this myself on my own website. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching here 
what I do myself. I counted it up. I think I have five or more different ways to convert on my site. And I think that is key because the you know the top one is okay what are some examples besides are you talking about clicking to the facebook page and then calling the oh, facebook gosh. <laughs> no. profile phone no. number like i was talking no. about i'm is that that's i'm talking about literal okay. on the page you can take action and do something buttons have different destinations different purposes i have a scheduler system they can book a uh, a schedule uh, schedule a call with me, a paid call. Um, and then number two, they can fill out a quick little, Hey, tell me what the problem is kind of form, right? Very easy. Just put your name, email, and, and tell me what the problem is. Talk to me real quick. They can call and leave a voicemail. They have my phone number. They can call and leave a voicemail and I may pick them up and call right back or, you know, whatever. Um, also they can fill out a longer form to give me all the information about, you know, and like give me all the details, you know, with skipping that first initial, hey, what's up? Doing good. What's up with you? You know, they can skip all that and just get straight to the details. And, you know, there's also, you know, I think there's there's something else I'm forgetting, but all that stuff helps me as a business to scratch the itch of that person. If they're really ready to get started right now, I have a full setup, complete setup form. If they just want to say, hey, do you do this? And then they can just ask that in the, you know, this kind of thing. If they want consulting or training, pay the form, but done. You know, it, it, I, I have a, a level of engagement for the level of the person that they are at as far as uh, what they're interested in. So. Okay. So if you're, if you're a, a roofing company, you've got the phone number, you've got the quick lead form. Yeah. We want to quote, we want to get in touch with you. You've got maybe a company email address. Those get a lot of hits. Um, sometimes, sometimes people don't like filling out forms. That's an option. When I worked with moving companies, a lot of people just emailed the email they saw on the site. Yep. Hard to track conversions, but it's not about tracking conversions. It's about actually getting business results. You've got a long lead form. Someone knows like, Oh yeah, this is the moving company I want to work for. You've got a page for, a dedicate a, a detailed lead form so you can get a specific moving quote we can get all your information um so i i like that idea a lot chris thinking about all the needs your customers have and then um, giving them options and that kind of plays into the last conversion tip here maybe a call to action or a better way to say it is an explainer mm. or instructions with all your forms and phone numbers so don't just give a phone number say call now for a free quote give people a reason to call don't just put a long, detailed, super long uh, form so they can get a detailed quote and just leave it there. Put in, if you take the time to fill out this quote, uh, this form, we can give you a detailed quote, like some kind of like explainer information. Mm -hmm. So I, I, just when I'm on websites, I always like the, the call to actions. Call now and ask for so-and-so, you know? Mm -hmm. Yep. All right, guys, we're going to get into technical which I think is, is is really important. But first, something else really important is Optio. You heard me before. It is the tool to get things done faster in Google Ads, whether you are a freelancer like Jason and I, where you know, you're just trying to get stuff done as efficiently and quickly as you can for yourself and your clients. This is a great tool to scale and be a very affordable pricing for something like that. If you're an agency with multiple employees, five employees, six, a hundred employees, it scales to big, you know, a very large scale type of management system with reporting included. They, I mean, they, they really have a lot of options available. So be sure and check them out. Opteo.com slash PSP2. That's opteo.com slash PSP2 for an eight week free trial. Okay, Chris. Now we were talking about, um, the content and I was saying how important content is. It's the most important, but you know what? I'd say content and technical are crucial. The conversion stuff. Yeah. It'll help you track conversions for Google ads and that's good, but you can't really perform without the technical stuff. So it's kind of like you can have great ingredients to bake a cake, but if you don't have the right temperature, all that kind of stuff, a good pan, apart. good, in, yeah. good technical stuff, it's not going to work. So, you you got a little nervous, little little uh, sweat, yeah. little sweaty. Yeah. When you you were just scared we weren't going to have enough time for technical. So what's going on with you and technical? Are are you having uh, issues there with with clients in the past on technical? Is it a sore spot? Is this super important to you? What's going on with technical? I, I did not expect this emotional reaction out of you. This is what I find technical is one of the most common factors for low quality score for failure. 
low quality score. I don't know about failure. Failure, as far as the robot algorithm quality score side of Google Ads, I find that technical is one of the most commonly oh, that's brutal failed. when you're a Google Ads manager. You do everything right, and then, and then the, the page, website's just horrible, yeah. and you can't get off the ground because they got you at twos and ones. Yep, the page load, can't even show. The page loading really slow. That is huge. And, you know, we've talked about different tools. There's uh, PageSpeed Insights from Google. Look that up. There's I don't, also- I don't get the tool. I don't get... I don't get the tool thing with that. Why can't people just go to their website on their browser mm-hmm. and if it's slow, contact their web person and say, fix no, this? No, because, because here's the reason. That's always been my outlook Here's the that. reason I like to use these tools is because it gives you a firm benchmark to base how well you're improving. So I just sent, I literally just today, I sent someone a link to their site using this tool and they had a 28 out of 100. Failed really bad. Now, when I go back and they say they made changes, if it goes up, I know they improve things. I say, okay, good. We're now we're at a 60, you know, or if it goes to a 15, I'm like, holy, what did you do? It's even worse now. Okay. That's why. We talked about this in the past. I'm not, we're not going to break up the Beatles okay. over this. We're not going to agree to have a fallout <sighs> and end a four wow. or five year relationship over uh-huh. this, but I disagree. What? We're going to agree to disagree. No. If you're able to be mature enough to agree to disagree oh, I- and not have a fallout, <laughs> we'll agree to disagree. Because I'm putting it on the table. I'm willing to agree to disagree after I bash your point. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to agree to disagree after I make you look like a fool. I'm willing to <laughs> agree to disagree after I just steamroll your point here. I have not had a good experience with that tool, page speed. Because what happens is I put a website on there. My website's working fast. And then I go on there and it's like, you need to do this with your image size, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, hey, I'm not a web designer. I'm the number one Google Ads manager you. on the planet and the smartest person on the planet. I'm not here to do all this technical. I want to say that word so I know, bad it's the today. second it time would make me feel you wanted to say So that. good. It's that word specifically. <laughs> oh, it would make just, me feel just so say good it, to say it. And then and I'll beep it. it. I, can, I can beep it. Bullshit. Beep. See, don't you feel better? Oh, man, I feel so much better now. See? But that's how I feel when I look at that. I'm like, no, it's either fast or it's slow when I'm using it on my browser. And someone would say, well, you might have a slow internet connection. And I'm like, there's no such thing in my world as a slow internet uh, yeah, connection. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, live it up. But hey, it... Hey, here, still, let's, get like let's get to common ground. Let's get to common ground. I don't think there's any common uh, however, ground. However, are you trying to break up right now with me? <laughs> Why don't you just come out and say it, Okay. You don't have to cheat on me. That's that's what a scumbag does. Why don't Trying you just to, be man enough to say you don't love me anymore? I don't I don't find you. Sorry, I've been I don't find your point to be attractive anymore. I, I I don't. Chris, let's no, no. Let's find common ground here. No. The point is, no matter how you fix it, you have to have a fast website. A slow website will kill your Google Ads results. Do you agree with that? Common ground. I'm okay. extending the olive branch. Sure. I guess. Whatever. But I mean, how do you qualify no, fast? But isn't that, I mean, honestly, isn't how that? How do you qualify fast? How do you qualify fast? By going to the website no. and seeing if it nope. loads fast. No. What do you mean? This is, no, oh, he's going to throw, he's going to throw, uh, watch it. He's gonna, I'm not throwing I it saw you bow up. I, I wanted to throw it at you. <laughs> you well, I wanted to throw it at you. I want to throw it at you. I'm not going to throw it at my own wall. What kind of idiot do would it. throw stuff throw it at me. Ruin your monitor. Let me see it. <laughs> no. That's why I'm not going to do it. But that my instinct was to hurt you because what do you mean? How do you qualify? How do you qualify? How do you qualify? Okay. I'm the client. Tell me, sir, your website is not fast enough. Go ahead. Say that to me. Okay. Well, first we got to say what they say. Hey, Jason, I think our conversions are down this month. I want to know what's going on. And then I go through the check. Okay. Search terms are perfect. Obviously already knew that. Uh Bids are perfect because I do this them is, manually and I'm the best. This is a scenic route. I didn't already ask for the scenic route. So what, what what could it be? What could it be? Oh, let me go to your website. Audit the website. Oh, it took five seconds to load. Maybe it's that. So then here's what I say to them. I go, hey, everything looks good on the Google ad side. The website itself looks good. I think we have everything in the right place, good content. But it is taking a long time when I go to that site. It seems to be like multiple seconds to load. People are bouncing back to Google. Uh, you need to talk to your web developer and speed up your site. Okay, he's Boom. he's going to say, "All right, What's th- wrong with that? he's going to say, Jason, thanks, 
That's great advice. I'm going to go talk to him. Fast forward. Here's the reply email three days later. Hey, Jason, I talked to my guy who lives in his mom's basement and does SEO work, and he's a lazy piece of crap web developer, but I hired him because he's he built it in the web. You know, and he has a has cheap prices, but I trust him. You know, he he wanted to know what's wrong with the site. It loads fast for me. He said he said, well, may, does the guy have problems with his web browser? Maybe he should clear his cache. It loads fine for me. That's the bullcrap he gets back from his daggum lazy web developers. And then I can't I can't speak to your experience. My experience is. <sighs> People, okay, well, here's the thing, Chris. Here's the thing. People either have a good <laughs> web company they work with or they don't. Yes. So whether or not, so yes. Yeah, so 90% bad. have so bad. If, no, guess what? No, yeah. not in my experience. Yeah. But here's the thing. If they have a bad web developer, you going, oh, go to this tool and it'll tell you to change this file mm-hmm, size and mm-hmm, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. If they're bad, they're not going to do know how to do, do that. If they're bad, oh, it's because they, they're bad in the first place. It's a good point, but at least you did your job. At least you gave qualified information about what to fix. No, my job, my, yeah, my job is Google Ads Manager. <laughs> number one Google Ads Manager on the planet. No way, no way. Those people look to you for more than just that. If they didn't, if they looked for, yeah, and I give it, I give it for free. I give it for free because we talked <laughs> I about won. In the past. People I won like, this. Why shouldn't we charge no, for no. Google Ads Management? And That's your it. point. Your own point. Well, it depends on what services you offer. Do you offer website stuff? Do you offer other marketing services? Yeah, then charge a lot. If you only offer Google Ads, then charge for that. So I charge for that, Chris. Pretty affordable prices. Mm -hmm. And I give my expert expertise on when there's a website issue, some advice, some consulting on how to fix it. And guess what that is? It's slow, speed it up. And then the person doing the website stuff speeds it up. Jason, when my wife sends me a text of her in the dressing room and she's trying on two different dresses and she says she sends me those which two, <laughs> just so you know <laughs> yeah that's the mode we're in right now chris we're 2017 wife jokes you want to go back there i'm not trying to go back there you're the one antagonizing <laughs> no. me comparing me she's to, gonna say come on which do one do you here? like and i'm gonna say this one she's and she's gonna say what don't you like about the other one. They want to know. And then you're and then you're an idiot, so you're gonna give her details <laughs> that she's gonna hold against you and resent okay, you for. That's not the point. Instead of just saying, that's Baby, the- you look baby, you look beautiful <laughs> on the one on the right. That is that just is your dress. <laughs> Are you seriously give her critiques one by She'll one? I mean, ask. is that working out well, for you, Chris? Yeah. Fifteen years. Suck it. Hmm, what's up now <laughs> what's up now <laughs> okay i win that's it we're moving you know what on. i can't i can't that is the best point wow what a what a technical point you just made there i can't i can't come back to that in any way so yeah you definitely came with a smarter argument there chris <laughs> common ground fast website it needs to be fast no matter how you want to solve that sure. it's got to be okay. fast wow we're that's and pl- by the that's way number one you said this was fast no but here's was number hey, one. you're the one that wanted to go down the road. You want to start fighting, Chris? Uh, here's the thing, though. Isn't that? Would you say I'd I'd say that's underrated among advertisers. They don't oh, realize yeah. Yeah. how big a factor that it is. is. Yeah, huge quality score. I think it's a major factor of quality score. What is it called in the quality score landing page experience? Experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a bad experience. Below if you click on an ad and and go to a website and it doesn't load for yep. you. Google hates that. Oh yeah, even if Google's it's slow, whole thing is speed. If the contextual paint time is like eight seconds, they're like below average. Hate it. Poor quality score. You know what? Think about more and more it's page speed insights. Yeah, what? The you hell? know, I freak. <laughs> what the hell? I like it, Chris. You can give people details. They can go have <laughs> oh fun with it themselves and say, "Oh, we're going to solve minutes. this little issue." Solve that, and issue. you just say, oh, "Okay, there you go. you're right." <sighs> Man. A, You're right. I like I'm it. Page speed insights. But I would, the only thing I'd say is throw in a little bit of common sense there. Like if it's slow, it's slow. Yeah. Okay. And, and here's my other beef. If page speed insights is 83 out of 100 and you get a nice little green uh-huh. sure. instead of a yellow or a red, but it's still slow, don't be like, oh, at least we're in 83. No, you're slow. <laughs> So just by the way, just to show you how much Google emphasizes speed, do a search on Google, and then it shows you how many results and how long it took for yeah. them to deliver those. Yeah. Google loves speed. speed. Efficiency. They reward speed. Yep. Speed equals good, helps with the quality. That's a good point. Okay, Chris, uh, mobile version of the website, obviously 
but a lot of people forget that. Here's a big one with mobile, Chris. Phone numbers and if you, well, definitely phone numbers above the fold on mobile. Have you ever run into that where mm. on the website desktop, it's got a big phone number in the header, but then on mobile, they kind of hide the phone number or the, it, there's not that nice little clickable button there. I like when the phone number's clickable above the fold. You can see it when you first land on the site on mobile. Yep. Yep. Clickable phone numbers. Have you ever run into that on Safari and on Chrome on mobile? You need to make sure your phone oh, numbers are clicked. Yes, they have, you the, have to. the T-E-L This is colon. technical stuff, Chris. Yeah, the T-E-L colon yeah, thing. Yeah, the code. Yep, yep, yep. And you need to test it on Safari and Chrome because guess what? If people can't click your phone number on mobile, it's frustrating. there's a good chance they're not going to call. Yeah. A one that's close to Chris's heart, oh. lead form, thank you pages. This is a technical thing. Do you keep people on the same page so they can, I don't know, reconsume the co- content they just consumed? Yeah. I don't know why people I'm gonna do this. want to fill out the form a second or, time. <laughs> Like what? Do they do they do when they fill out the form? Do you send them to a thank you page? What's the benefit of doing that, Chris? And then how do you feel? How strongly do you feel? About oh, I'm, this? I'm so I want to punch things like I, I when someone refuses, it makes me so upset. So the absolute number one reason is because there is zero issues in duplicate or false positives if it goes to a thank you page after a form has been filled out. I send you a piece of code. For conversion tracking, whether it's an analytics uh, code that I, I, I build as a, uh, a goal and then it tracks automatically, or if it's a conversion code that I send you through Google Ads, however it happens, the only way it's going to fire is if that person reaches domain.com slash thank you dot PSP or whatever that P, PHP or whatever, right? That is infallible. It's not going to do any false positives. It's, it's so simple. So too. much you better. You just put the code on that page, Instead of some and the only way JavaScript popping up and it, and it and it pops up and fires falsely, and you get. I had I just had a client two weeks ago that started their campaign. Day two, I was at a hundred percent conversion rate because guess what? Stupid developer. Oh, good job, Chris. Good <laughs> stupid job. developer put the code right on their landing page. I'm like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> I'm seven seven years into this business. Probably took me six and a quarter to become the best in the planet. Mm-hmm. And now I'm seven years in, and I will never, I don't care if I go eight years, I don't care if I go 30 years, I will never learn or figure out a way to explain the tracking code clicks on a button. <laughs> I won't, yeah, other than true. just copying and pasting the instructions, <laughs> yeah. I will never understand or be able to convey the functionality behind it's that mystical. i don't do you know how it works? oh no i don't, I don't know, know how it works. works i just copy it like there's a way to do it mm, good luck <laughs> i don't know i even say i even say okay i recommend going to a thank you page and says staying on the page i send this instructions to some clients i don't know how it works some of them get it so, yeah. some of them oh, don't boy. seems to be hard to set up <laughs> good luck um but i also tell them it would be nice if we could just send people to a thank you page i do know how that works global tag in the header, whatever, you put the conversion code right below Mm -hmm. that. And then the only way people get kind of tracked as a conversion is if they come to that thank you page. And the only way to get there is to fill out the form. Is if they fill out the form. It's beautiful. beautiful. Chris, this one, when I was filling it out, this final kind of, well, number one, let me ask you, beyond this final one we'll get to in a second, is there any other technical stuff I missed? Or do you think that's kind of it? Like fast, Mobile-friendly, phone number high on mobile, high on the page. Clickable phone numbers on mobile, both Safari and Chrome. Lead form, we like when the lead form goes to a thank you page. Fast website. Is there anything else technical uh, that you think you're messing that's common, That that's a common mess up? There is, but it has more to do with e-commerce and the, the difficulties of sending people to a different purchase page. Like they'll send them to a merchant page that then breaks all of it. Um, but that's that's super technical. But no, I think that completely covers all of it. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna write this down for Patreon. I do have a question because this happens with service companies as well. What happens when a client has to send someone else to a different uh, domain, like yeah. a scheduler? Yep. I would like to get your thoughts on that and just some genuine advice for me. Like, what do you do? You go with the flow with that with clients, or do you kind of tell them like, hey, this is going to really hurt? So I'm interested to get your thoughts there. Final uh, tip here on the main show for technical. 
I don't even know how I feel about this one. I put this on there because I think people say it and I want to get your thoughts on it. Making sure your SEO title tag, your SEO meta description, your SEO H1s, just like the way people optimize those for SEO purposes. Some people talk about optimizing those for quality score purposes Mm. on the landing page. Mm -hmm. Is that a real thing? Do you focus on that? If they don't have it, I'm upset. And I definitely tell them uh, your title tag says landing page or services or, you know, lawyer, right? That needs- It says template moving website feed right. homepage. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like if it doesn't, at least- it, has- says, it says template website theme homepage, fill out when you set up the <laughs> Delete theme. this. Customize. <laughs> yeah, delete this and fill, this up. fill it out with your name. Your name, yeah. If it doesn't have it, I'm definitely concerned and I want it changed. But as far as like, hey, you need to optimize the way that it's written- you know, if it's okay, no, I'm not really into that. I, I okay, and that goes back to the the main point of this episode. We're not here to like this checklist isn't to be like, oh, how do you get your conversion rate from 21 percent to 25 percent by landing page mm-hmm, improvements? Mm-hmm. This is about how do you get your landing page or, or website to not hurt your Google Ads performance yeah. and allow your Google Ads performance to be as good as it do no harm. Is. I love the do and no I th- harm. I think yeah. do no harm. Yeah, and I think that's a great point you make about like yeah. If your SEO title tag, meta description, H1s are all template stuff from your theme or whatever, that's probably harming your quality score, not to the extent page speed would, but to maybe some little extent. It's doing some harm. So let's get it to be some kind of normal stuff. And it doesn't have to be opticized, but normal, relevant. So I, I that's a great outlook on that, Chris. So, hey, man, I think we did it. Uh you know, there were some battles in there. There were some personal things said, but uh, I don't know. We both kind of work alone, and I'll be back. I'll be back next. We don't. We never did. We never yeah. even did team sports. So, are you going to let this roll off your shoulders here? Um, my shoulders are made of butter. Nothing sticks. Are you going to let this stuff roll off your your strong, strong. crossfitted butter shoulders? Butter shoulders, and not only just strong and big. Oh muscle, boy, but functional. Fun- Okay. Because we all work on a farm. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and sending your reviews and five stars. Uh, We will be back. And if you would like a little bit more, we have Patreon where we share a little bit more. 